rolling. I don't, I don't have to say rolling because <laughs> it's it's clearly rolling. It's clearly rolling. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Great to have you along. Are you talking to us or the listener? Talking to the, well, I'm talking to the listener. The listener. Ah, the listener. Yes. I like what you've done there. Thank you very much. That's the rule of radio. There is one. It is that. How was the show? I had fun. That was so much fun. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> uh, why, I don't know Let's why we even bother good. asking you. No, I know. It was fine. A couple of things we didn't get to, which we like to do on the podcast. Um, if you hate that, just skip forward and you can catch the show <laughs> proper. Uh, but we like to get to some things we didn't get to, to uh, uh, on the show. One of those was, did you see those um, aliens rolled out? Those wooden sticks that they rolled out in Mexico earlier in the week? Yeah. Oh, a lot of rubbish. I didn't see it until you, you it. brought it to my attention. So I Googled it. Yeah. And. What did you think? I thought, that is not an, an alien. alien. No. no. That no. looks like someone's year 12 DT project. <laughs> That's yes. what that looks like. That's, that is true. And you know what? Suspiciously, that looks remarkably similar to both E.T. and the Roswell aliens. <laughs> yes. right? So the E.T., which was a made-up movie, and the Roswell aliens, which no one has ever been able to confirm, these things looked exactly the same. And did they not discover them in 2017? Why is well, it taking Well, this is the problem. So oh, under wraps, we'd all panic if we found out. If, if you missed this, I don't know what it was <laughs> apropos of. Because, and it was in Mexican Parliament for some reason. Yeah, of course they, it was. They've gone next on the agenda. Uh, these 1,000-year-old aliens step up. Yeah. They've gone, yeah, I've got some... Um, fossilized aliens here and they're like oh yeah oh, that's <laughs> give, us, give us a look look i hate to dash all you conspiracy theorists out there mm. to dash your your dreams and hopes even that there are no aliens i used to there's think like never been any aliens no, there's there not. never will be any aliens we are alone i've stopped caring really and when i saw the aliens i feel like i should be scared of the aliens and i'm not i was like i could take that any coneheads <laughs> do you remember that show yeah. the coneheads? yes dan Aykroyd. I, yes actually, that's yeah, weird I, that show mm. My, one of my kids looked like a cone head when they came, you know, yeah. came out. My daughter, my eldest Same. daughter, Ivy, she had a proper cone head. Yes. Yeah. And I Usually was like, first. what is that? You, you Were you, what was your initial reaction? You were like, uh, my God, I've, I've bred a cone Put head. it back. Yeah, put a beanie on <laughs> put it. Put it back. Put the beanie on. <laughs> the beanie, I know. We were going to take photos and we were like, no, we'll put the beanie on first. That's God, a good idea. This has roamed away from the original So subject. aliens aren't real. I want to play you something. And this, this okay. was... I'm going to play it to you first, and then I will field any questions you have, because I saw this and I thought, what's the actual? Okay? Okay. The only context is this is an NFL promo. Okay. okay. Here we go. When I find the sound. Hang on. Here we are. The first Toy Story Fun Day football is coming to Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. It's the NFL like you've never seen it before. Coming in week four. The Falcons and Jaguars matchup live from London will also be in Andy's room as both teams transform into the world of Pixar's Toy Story. Yeah. I will now take questions. What are they selling? What is that? So the gimmick is that, I mean, there's already a gimmick that exists. So this game is happening in London. So that's they're taking the show on the road. So that should be the end of it, right? Uh, Disney and all their infinite wisdom have thought, no, no, no. Why don't we animate this in real time and have them playing on the bedroom of Andy from Toy Story? Mm. Why? It's a great question. To my knowledge, cancer hasn't been cured. Yet we're reanimating 
I'm just looking at Richard's football games face. in in real time. That that is the face I had when I saw this. <laughs> this is the greatest load of crap. What a I've waste heard of time! In a long time, isn't it? You know, that's just some, what what person yeah. in the marketing department said. I've got this great idea. And what other people said, yeah, that is a great idea. That's a crap idea. It's a bad idea, isn't it? It's just, what sort of people get jobs in these places? Stunned to see the viewing figures on that. And I will bring them to the show. Oh, Stunned. Yes. Yeah. Richard, I isn't lo- that I love when it. it comes, and also, when it comes to thought processes, mm. the Valentine Holmes issue this week, did that not oh. intrigue you? You know, at what stage? It was stage, a prank. It was a bit of fun. A prank. Yeah. Was it? A bit of fun. Right. Just a joke. Okay. Let's, it was just a joke. Let's, let's just a bit carry of fun. that forward. There's a bit of a prank. I'm sitting there thinking, hey, I've got this great idea. Why don't I get a little bag? Why would you be having a little bag that size mm. of it anyway? Why don't we fill it full of talcum powder and I'll pretend it's a baggie of, of something illicit. And you know what? I'll video myself doing it. Good one, Val. And then I'll send it to a couple of mates on social media. And when everyone finds out about it, I'll say, (laughs) it was just a joke. Good one, Val. What what kind of peanut would think that was a good idea? I always said, Val, you should have gone into stand-up. You should have gone into comedy, but you chose football and it's comedy's loss. It is. My God. It's just the, the thought process that goes into that is just... Well, he misses out on national selection now. Mal Meninga came out and said he can't pick him. Can't pick him. But it and was just a prank. Fun. Just a prank. Yeah. Did you see what he was drinking? What was that crap? That looked. Now I had more of a problem with what he was drinking. He had like really? the, yeah, the vodka cruiser going. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you look Could like a bit of a things. vodka cruiser man. No, I'm a double black watching. guy. Oh. Men off double black guy. <laughs> they Smirnoff are double black. You know, I'm really related are. to them. That's why I like them. <laughs> Who, the Smirnoffs? Yeah. Oh. My great-grandmother's a Russian. Well, come and get some for Brendo. And apparently, we is Smirnoffs. You, have you got Smirnoff money? <laughs> no. No? No. Okay. They cool. apparently did have some, but I think someone might have, you know, killed them. Spent it. Oh. 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 <laughs> so, so I think something bad happened. Very good. I mean, not very good. That's, that's the right thing. I was just trying to segue. <laughs> no, nah, very good. I obviously was not listening. Like they were all killed brutally. Very good. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> And you know what? I wasn't there for it. So there's one of those things that I regret not yes. being there for. Thank you. <laughs> That's Very what we good. talked about today on the show. Better yes. segue. Yes. Um, NRL finals covered with James Graham. AFL finals covered with Dale Thomas. Player of the week. Your quiz was... Covered. Oh, yeah, your quiz was all right. Yeah. Uh, Richard's race <laughs> oh, of the day. Oh, come on. Do you know what I will say about my quiz? I love it. Yes. That's However, good. That's apparent. However, I'm getting a little bit bored with its opener. You want to use your Oh, oh Candace's quiz. How entitled is this? I'm mm. bored with the opener. Please <laughs> cut me another opener. Yeah, well, I look forward to seeing you on Tuesday when you come in and get on the tools and make yourself an opener. In fact, that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Can you're going to come in, in and you're going to make your I'm own. I'm not coming okay. in, but I, can I be in it somehow? Yes. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to be there either. You're, you're, <laughs> absolutely not. You're getting in. You're on the tools. You can make your own opener right. next week. Yeah. Done. Um, enjoy the show. <laughs> have a look at some NRL finals. No better man to do it with than with the great James Graham from Triple M NRL. Uh, good morning, my friend. Good morning, everyone. How are we doing? Wonderful. Good. Especially after that game last night. That is finals footy, my man. Uh, the Storm reaching their well, eighth prelim in nine seasons. Absolutely unreal, James. Yeah, that's an incredible record. And yeah, wow, haven't these uh, sudden death finals um, served us up some fantastic mm. football that you know the, the the crowd wasn't brilliant yesterday down in Melbourne, but the the tension uh, was was quite unbelievable. A couple of 
refereeing decisions that were made and were not made in lack of bunker interference that we've seen it all year and yeah, wow, it took the Melbourne Storm uh, the very last seconds to, to clinch a victory and, and march on to, to play the Panthers next week. James, how would the Roosters um, rate this season? Would you think it would be as a pass, as a fail? Because I think that they'd be pretty disappointed. Even though they made the top six, I think they would be pretty disappointed. Yeah, I think you're right, Candice. Um, I think a lot of people, myself included, had them as their premiership favourites and um, look, they'll take some positives out of it. You know, the the courage and uh, desperation um, that they showed towards the back end of the season, or that that run of games, um, was 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 first class. But they put themselves in a difficult spot, and if it hadn't been for that, they likely would have been top four and, and not in this situation. Would have had home semis and, and whatnot. So, uh, quite a bit of work to do at the Roosters, and you know, the um, I think we'll see a, a big turnover of players, obviously. Dom Young, Spencer Lenny, two huge signings, but I, I don't think it ends there. What about the Storm, though? They, they, different side to what came out last week. I mean, that the, their defensive effort, particularly in the first quarter of the match, was just like different players had come out. Yeah, uh, very, very different from from last week. They, they still looked um, a tad vulnerable uh, in the middle of the field, which is an area they're going to need to fix up uh, if they've any hope of beating the mighty Penrith Panthers next week. Uh, but look, a, a much improved performance. And, you know, they're in the fight against the, uh, the Panthers. They're, they're a team that love playing finals football, have, have, uh, have been, a, a you know, a mainstay in, in the finals for, you know, like we say, the past nine years. So um, this is familiar territory for them. And Coach Bellamy will be working on a plan to help to pick apart and, Stop the mighty Pampers. Yeah, I was about to ask why should I be worried because I'm, you know, I'm a big Panthers fan. And or this, Dolphins, which this, is, well, it depends on the week. Uh, but, but this is the first time come final time where I, I was actually wanting Melbourne to win, so we played them last week. I feel like that was their grand final last night. I just, I don't mm, care for what you wish for. I just look at their conditioning, James. They, they just don't look as fit as they have in other seasons. Is that a correct assessment? Uh, I don't know if it's if it's fitness. Uh, there's been a huge turnover of players there. You know, you know the um, Kafusi and, and the Bromwich brothers are, are clearly missed. Uh, any side that loses that uh, level of experience in the forwards is, is going to be uh, dented, and I think uh, that's been evident for, for most of the season. You can see the difference um, of Nelson and Sofa Solomona when he's on the field versus when he's not, and um, yeah, for. The first time in a long time, especially two weeks in a row, that the Storm um, middles have, um, you know, they, they've probably lost the, the fight in the middle of the in the middle part of the sure. field, which which is a concern. And when you go next week against the Panthers, you've got um, Fisher, Harris, Liotta starting with Isaiah Yo Ball playing in the middle. That's really difficult to contend with. And then just when you get one of those guys off, on comes Spencer Lenu. So uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a I'll tough ask. Yuck. Um, I thought. Tyron Wishart, for a guy who just came in to replace, you know, and they thought, oh, there's a devastating loss of our, our our halfback. I thought he played a great match. Yeah, he, he did. Son of a legend as well, Wishart, and, uh, in an unfamiliar role uh, at, at scrum half there. And the, the first try that he scored was absolutely sensational. If that's Cooper Cronk, if that's uh, Jerome Hughes, they rave reviews for their ability. Mm. And it was all individual as well. He was off both feet through an audacious dummy. And uh, it was... His kicking game was class. good. 
Yeah, yeah, but that, but that try, honestly, if that's one of the superstars of our game, you know, we're putting that in highlights yeah. reels forever, and sort of Wishart scores it, and it was it was good, but it, but it won't get the the credit that it deserves. And uh, he did a, he did a fantastic job uh, yesterday, but I think you know the, the storm will be looking. Exploring every avenue to get Jerome Hughes back in the football side. Let's right. do a little preview. Candice, Warriors Knights. Yeah, um, Warriors Knights. How do you see this game being played out? Um, now that we know that Sean Johnson is likely to start, uh, do you favour the Warriors? He's broken still, isn't he? Uh, look, I, I think that the Warriors were, last week they said um, if this was a um, a, a must-win game, a knockout game, he would have played. Uh, obviously, that wasn't the case against the Panthers, so I think he'll play. He'll be full of confidence. They need him, uh, obviously, without Metcalf as well, but I've got a sneaking suspicion that the Knights are going to get this one. It's going to be a great atmosphere really? over there. Yeah, and, and I think that the Knights, they had the game that they needed against the Raiders. And they underperformed. They maybe took the Raiders slightly lightly, just left them off the hook, but it was a timely lesson. Uh, despite of playing 90 minutes going across the Tasman, uh, I still fancy uh, the Knights to, to, to spring a surprise upset. I feel like, because there's a fan theory, and you're a player, and, and I am not a player, so tell me, but like I look at the Knights and I just think they've been up way too long. Is that, is that, a, is that a real thing, or can they just go all the way to the grand final, win it, and, you know, it's all good? I just feel 10 in a row. Well, I'm up for the Knights. I'm going the Knights. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those you, you think about probability. It's got to end sometime. But when you're in, a, when you're a player, you're just riding that wave. You, you're always looking to improve, but you almost forget how to lose. You forget what losing's like, and yeah. winning becomes a habit. And well, the they nice nearly found out last week, didn't they? Yeah, they they they, they did. But like I say, Rich, I think I think it's the lesson the Knights needed uh, going into finals that you know nothing's given to you. There's no guarantees and. I think that the the tables have turned the shoes on the other foot this week. It was a cauldron atmosphere uh, up at Newcastle, and it's going to be exactly the same. But on the other end, uh, for the night, it'll be everyone in that country will be barracking for the Warriors. And uh, it's a tough environment, but it brings out the best in people. And I think Caelan Ponger and a couple of his mates will, will put on a show for the night tonight. Up the Waz. All right, we can hear that game at 4 o'clock right here on Triple M and the listener app. A hot one in Sydney today too, uh, Jimmy. You'd have, the, you'd have the pins out well and truly. <laughs> yeah, the sun cream will be getting dolloped on for sure. It's SPF so, uh, 900 for Jim. And the oh, bucket hat. Absolutely. Is... Oh, yes. Yeah, mate, you, mate, if there's one guy that can pull off a bucket hat, it's me. <laughs> even even cooler than I usually do. So, okay. Uh, watch out yeah, we'll be the judge of that, Jim. Um, thank you, my friend. Uh, loving your work on Footy Talk as well on the listener app. You can find uh, that work there. Good on you, James. We'll talk soon. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Deadset Legends Sports Update. Ooh, this annoys me. Tell me if it annoys you. Well, it won't be hard. Usually. Tigers cult hero Alex Twal has been given permission to negotiate with other clubs despite a year remaining on his contract with the joint venture. The terminology annoys me, Richard. What free to on? leave immediately. All these clubs are going, what, he's what is, free to leave immediately. What, what else are you going to say? Well, don't sign them for that long. Well, hang on. You get yourself on the other side of the table there. You get this kid, you think he's a superstar, his manager's convinced you that he's a superstar, and you've got to sign him. And if you don't sign the five-year deal or four-year deal or whatever it is, someone else is going to sign him. So you sign it. right? And you figure out about two years in, he's not what he's cracked up to be. He's just another player. 
and you need to get that money well, back. Well, that affects his account. value too. Yeah. Because it's basically stating, we don't want this guy, well, you have him, what would you and then say? they're going to pay him unders. What would you say? If you're, the, you're, the, you're the, the guy on the other side of the table, what are you going to tell this kid? Explore other avenues. Right, yeah, it's, it's hard, isn't really, it? That's it's really hard. Uh, well, different. What about, have you thought about boxing? <laughs> What about that? You're talking about that. Did you see during the week that um, Pengai Jr. Mm. may be interested in going to the Dolphins? He's not going to the Dolphins. Well, I'm just saying. Wh- I've I heard read. that too. Um, was, wasn't he I think retired? they put the kibosh on that. They isn't have. He, yes. Isn't he going to? A, isn't he going to a boxing career? He is. Yeah. That's yes. But right. also at the Tigers, David Ferner's left this week as well. I know. So they are doing. This is the thing. They did a rebuild. Two years ago, and now they're doing another rebuild. Well, what, what would it, you do? It, well, nothing. Well, it sounds like they're trying to get rid of people, and instead of some of maybe the coaching staff taking a bit of the heat, well, and you want them to blame. Get rid, you want to get rid of no, them. But I'm just saying, instead of taking a, the coaches taking a bit of accountability, they're starting to get rid of other people and, and pushing the blame onto yeah. elsewhere. Well, maybe they haven't got to the coaches yet. It's like the Tigers are heritage listed. You can't knock down the whole thing <laughs> yes. and just start again. They just like, sort of like got a ground. piece, piece <laughs> yeah. around it. Yeah. Um, hey, what did you think about this? The uh, grand final entertainment. I'll preface it by saying I'm a big fan. The NRL has announced that a uh, special performance from the Tina Turner musical will headline uh, the grand final entertainment. Of course, it marks 30 years since Tina Turner's performance at the 93 grand final. I have mixed emotions about what this. Do you mean? First oh. of all, I like it because my mother and father have been to and you've been to the musical and apparently yes, surprisingly it's incredible <laughs> yes, and <that> is. <laughs> but I would like it plus something else. I don't think that should be the big entertainment. Oh, no. When you see with the AFL, they've got Kiss, they've had Robbie Williams. Yeah. We've just got Tina Turner no, entertainment. You say this they now. had Meatloaf. Yeah, I, look, I think I saw On the day this, yeah, Billy Idol. this yes. is rolling out around the course stadium. You're like, this is sick. Yes. This but is I, mad. Yeah, but I also think we also need to elevate it and have something I'm else I'm telling well. you this. If the girl that I saw do this show and was Tina, if she does the show, you'll love it. Yeah. I am going to love it, but I want more as this, well. This is huge from Richard. I expected this the other way around. Yeah, this I is want, huge from you, Richard. Don't you think we want something a little bit more as no, well? No, Shouldn't this I'm, just be a bit of like an entree and I'm, then boom, something. <laughs> it's nothing bigger than Tina in rugby league. Yeah, but it's Tina. Tina is rugby yeah, league. But Tina. I, sadly, she's not with that's us. That's right. But, but Tina's replacement will be as good. You know, are we going to then have a performance from the cast of Wicked? Uh, uh, hang on. Hang you know, on. I hope not. That's not apples and, not, and apples. I'm just that. saying. No one no one did a, this a, should be a the song entree. from Wicked you know, the most iconic ad the rugby league's ever had. Hmm. I'm just saying, are they going to bring the saxophonist over? Uh, that I would, would elevate so. it. That would be cool. Yes. That's actually a good I'm one. I'm sure the bloke who plays Only the sax will do a good job. That Absolutely. That leather outfit Very, that he did. Uh, he's 30 years older, though. What the you know hell? what I mean? This whole argument. What are you talking about? Uh, here? And 30 years since that uh, grand final, 93 grand final, who played? What was the score? Oh, oh come on. Bit of fun. You do it. Uh, Broncos 14, Dragons 6. Right. You looked that up earlier. Yes, I did. Um, what about this from Sterlo? Doesn't carry that around these numbers. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was three when they Barely remember his phone number. That's very true. Uh, what about this from Sterlo? Uh, Manly Seagulls legend Cliff Lyons is expected to present Cliffy. the Clive Churchill medal at the grand him. final. Cliffy. After Sterlo informed the league he had other plans. <laughs> How good. That's, that is so sterling. How good. He uh, broke that on the rush hour. And you know actually. what I'll bet it is? I'll bet it's golf. It is a golfing no, weekend with his, his mates. Golf. And I'm cool with it. I love the idea that 
I mean, Sturlo was the first ever player to win the Clive Churchill medal. So that's why they've gone with Sturlo. Yes. I do like maybe if they rotate that sort of thing each year. Um, previous winners of the Clyde Churchill yeah. medal. Sterlow's um, basically handing said, it out. sit on this and rotate. Pretty much. <laughs> no, he didn't know. I think it was his daughter that broke the news. He's like, yeah. well, I'm away that way. It's weekend. a great idea if they inform the person they want to yeah. employ. Yeah. <laughs> Terrific idea. Yeah, but I do like that. A, a former winner then passing it on to another. And I'm cool because he's paid yeah. his debt to the game well and truly yes. and two times over. So that's fine. 100%. Got me thinking, no, one, triple, three, five, three. And who wants to just be pulled off the bench at the last minute? I mean, that's like, come yeah. on, guys, you could have, you know, planned this 12 months ago, but obviously mm. I've just been pulled oh, listen, off the bench. No, the reason why is because of Churchill's son's comments. Yes. That's why. And that, that is, is only uh, recent. No Quick doubt. Fix. But you, you still, you weren't the first choice. Uh, one, triple, three, five, three. What did you miss? Sterlo's missing this and that's fair. But what did you miss? I'm talking about like, anything. So when my uh, wife was born, my father-in-law, it was in the middle of the 87 grand final. So I think it was Canberra Manly. He's in no way affiliated with these teams, but the, the birth was put on hold, taking uh, my mother-in-law to the hospital because he was rushing around with a VH. So, so your, what did you miss is something your father-in-law did. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so you're not taking here. responsibility for anything. You well, no, this is, I'm a conduit of his story, I miss something. but he, but he taped the, the, um, the grand final and then just never watched it, but oh. held up the birth. <laughs> wow. So <laughs> it didn't make sense. I, I missed, missed a grand final in 2014, Rabbitohs grand final. Had tickets, was so pumped, um, and I had just given birth to my daughter, my oh, first child. So it's kind of a good excuse. I kind of had to stay at home with her. She was a little bit too young to go. Three so months. You, so you've been, no, she wasn't three months. How old? Three weeks. Like three weeks. So oh, you've three been weeks lamenting this yeah. for how long? Well, am I going to see another grand final? With Probably the not. That's a fair you know, question like at the moment. Massive. <laughs> fair question. It's not I as massive. I don't regret it, as, but it's it's painful to that think. That is bizarre that you think that's a regret because you had to look after your three-week-old daughter. Yeah, you, well, South hadn't been in the grand final for 40-something <laughs> years, and maybe it might be another 40-something years. You, how many more kids are you going to have? None. Well, you, see, there you go. There you that's go. how big that was. Four and 20. We've been there for it all. Australia's original fan food. <laughs> Dead Set Legends Player of the Week. What do you got, Candace? So our Player of the Week is Kyra Cooney Cross. Yes. The Matildas uh, World Cup star signs for Arsenal in the Women's Super League. So uh, for for those that didn't know, she made her A-League debut as a 15-year-old for Melbourne Victory um, before then playing for Western Sydney before she shifted to, to Europe. But she played all but four minutes in the recent World Cup and was just so impressive. She's a gun. She's my, she was my pick of the World Cup. They, they are going to base the Matildas around her for a very long time. What She'll have they be paid her? Midfield. So she's on a two-year deal. Um, it's rumoured to be worth around $270,000. That's pretty good for is, a, is that for a year or two years? A year. Uh, two seventy a year? Yes. Okay. For a, and, and she's only 21. But the, the head coach has come out saying that she is one of the best young players in football, mate, in the she's world. unreal, and it's the power of that World Cup too. So basically, she was playing yeah. at, uh, at a Swedish club. She's now playing for Arsenal, one of the yeah. biggest clubs in, in in England. And it should be said too. Uh, last night, Claire Hunt, who was a defender in the Matildas team, she was playing yeah. uh, Western Sydney Wanderers. She's just been signed for Paris Saint Germain. Yeah. yeah. So, so look, and it's, also, it's one of the the side effects of all World Cups in all sports is that players who excel in them, yeah, get noticed. Yeah. yeah. And then she also follows uh, the other Matildas, Steph Cately. And uh, Caitlin Ford at the Gunners. Yeah, they're all there. Yeah. How good. Absolutely You know unreal. what? I'm going to go for them. I'm going to really follow Arsenal? them now. 
Yeah, but just in the women's. Okay. The Not teams. The men's. No. The I, team I, show. I, because I go for the Spurs now. Right. Now. Now. Right. Well, when did that change? Well, since Ange took over, I'm a Spurs fan. Okay. Who I were you before that? Uh, kind of like Chelsea or Liverpool. Right. Call me a turncoat. Yeah. Unre- She's named I, half the no, half the, went, no, half listen, the EPL. Listen, no, I went for Chelsea growing up because I yeah. loved Zola. But I also love I love Zola Alan too. Shearer yeah. for Newcastle. And you know, oh I just, my God. I don't know anyway. I thought you might ask me what who I go for. No one cares. No one does care. <laughs> okay. All right, who do you go for? Crystal Palace. <laughs> Yuck. No matter what division they're in. <laughs> That's enough. Oh. AFL finals in full swing to run an eye over them. A uh, revered part of the Triple M footy stable. I'd say revered anyway, uh, in our eyes. Former pie and blue bagger, Dale Thomas. Morning, Daisy. Do you feel that reverence? <laughs> oh, look out. What about this, eh? The blues, the lid is well and <laughs> It's off. off. I tell you what, when Robbie Williams is doing shout-out songs to Tom DeConey, you know the joint has gone absolutely bonkers. <laughs> tell us a little bit about last night's game because it really was a bit of a tug-of-war. Um, Carlton didn't have it all their way. Um, until about a minute to go, they kicked that goal and, um, you know, the rest is history. Yeah, it certainly is. Look, it was just a cracking game of footy. Uh, a lot of hard contested balls. The Blues were pretty banged up early. They had Sam Doherty go down with a shoulder, Blake Akers, who looked sore with a shoulder. And with about well, halfway through that last quarter, it seemed like the Ds were well and truly on top and probably only one goal away from putting it to an insurmountable lead. But, uh, yeah, with a couple of minutes to go, the Blues obviously got the ball back. And from there, these are all the situations you practice throughout pre-season. And they did it to an absolute tee. Weedering marks it. Blazes one back into the corridor with an unbelievable kick. They get it to the open side. Then they've got a 2v1 in the goal square. Blake Akers nearly missed it from the goal line, but uh, thankfully it went through. Now, Dale, my friends who are anti-Carlton, of which there are many, aren't they? They're an arrogant bunch. (laughs) Shocking. Anyway... They, they all said that uh, the, the problem for Carlton is that they said last week was their grand final. Did you just see how they celebrated after that? They won't be able to get up again, and yet they've got up again. But is it still – does that mean that the pressure is growing? Is he, are they more likely to have played their grand final now that they've done it twice, or is it not relevant? Is it like flipping a coin? It's just heads or tails the next one. Well, I think the pressure sort of, if anything, was released after that first finals win. And if you go back, Carlton, obviously, and their supporters aren't the greatest judge. Back uh, 10 weeks ago, they wanted to sack the coach. So take what they say with a grain of salt. But it's amazing how quickly they're about to kick the track off the rails and now they're all aboard to the finals train. Um, yes, indeed. Is that is it look, really is it really worrying? Sorry, Daisy, is it really worrying for Melbourne fans? I mean, that's what straight sets for the second consecutive year. What, what Does anything need to change there? Uh, look, they were they were in that game, so I don't know if anything needs to change. To to make finals, as we all know, in any code is an incredible effort. And then when it gets down to these tougher matches, it becomes almost a toss of the coin. I think last night Melbourne went in favourites from a sort of wagering perspective, but the line was six points. So, mm. you know, there's a goal in it, right. according to people who are a lot smarter than I, um, rolling with algorithms and whatnot. Yeah. So, so, look, from a D's point of view, no doubt they're bitterly disappointed and there was a lot of distraction leading into it with the tribunal and everything that played out last yeah. week. Um, but uh, yeah, they licked their wounds and the Blues, well, they'll be slightly wounded, but they have to go to Gabba now and try and find another vet. All right. Now we're off the Swans bandwagon. We're yep. now on to GWS. They're playing in Adelaide. They've got not a bad record um, at Adelaide Oval. They've had six wins and four losses in their last 10 visits. Can they get the job done under Toby oh. Green? 
There is a big, big sound, Candice, and you know that. It's coming from the west of the town. Um, <laughs> they can. Look, they've really gone and embraced the motto of any time, anywhere this year. They've won at 11 different venues, if you can believe that. So they've been like a John Farnham. They've just been touring the country. <laughs> uh, they will roll out against Port Adelaide and be chock-a-block full of confidence. They played against Port Adelaide uh, late in the season, got touched up by 50-odd yeah. points. But I think that, in a weird way, you can go and review that, and that's a game where you'll know exactly what Port Adelaide were going to try and do because they did it really, really well. They go across there now, the Giants. Port's back line is absolutely shot to pieces. I reckon if I was in Adelaide, I might have got a game on the half-back slant this afternoon. <laughs> let's, not go, let's not go too far, Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, and I'm not sure if that would have been a help or a hindrance, but uh, no, <laughs> Toby Green, uh, unbelievable, as we know. Riccardi was really good last week. you got Jesse Hogan up there, so the... Port Adelaide don't really have any tools. And then the matchups with the smalls as well, with, with Bedford and little Daniels running around there, it's, it's going to be interesting. Just on a wider, you know, a wider view of this, the, the Giants appear to me to have stopped playing as a team of stars trying to you know, make something happen. And they've gone to a, perhaps a more staid, boring style of, of football, but might be more suited to finals. Yeah, absolutely. It's the old adage, a champion team will beat a team of champions. And for a while there, they were probably just the team of champions, all very individually skilled, but struggled to keep it away from self in uh, tight games and for long parts of the season. And no doubt this year, they've sort of really gelled as a group, understanding what each and every one of them needs to do from a role-playing point of view. And they're reaping the rewards now, which is a much easier sell if you're the coach in Adam Kingsley. You just continue to go, boys, do your role. We don't need you to be world beaters um we'll get the we'll get the chocolates at the end of the day and that's what they've done so far well, I'm, I'm getting the feel that port fans are giving up on this game i mean the game's not even sold out daisy does do some crows fans need to don some charcoal and orange get down there oh, support like, the giants like that's gonna happen huh? <laughs> <laughs> i don't think you'll get any crows fans there whatsoever. <laughs> i think they might have bought the tickets just so there's a non-attendance so ah. <laughs> a little bit of 50 cent jar rule style <laughs> Uh, all right. Hey, absolute pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for making the time for us uh, this morning, Daisy Thomas. You go well. Nah, thanks very much, team. Go Blues. And I think, well, hey, we go and jo- go Giants this afternoon. Yes. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Before we jump into a sports update, have a look at what I've rustled up. I was thinking it's uh, barbecue weather. It's getting a 32 today. It's hot. You it want to get hot. out there. Uh, we're officially there. It is spring. I found a $50 voucher to the Meat Man in Norellan. The Meat, the Man, Meat Man. Yeah. Wholesale meats for George Hunt to drive Norellan. Premium quality without the price. I've been getting my Christmas ham there for yonks. Really? Absolutely unreal. I wonder Man. how many sausages you can get for 50 how You'll much find is a out? sausage these days? <laughs> I've Could lost eat... touch with the common man. Yeah. How much is really? a sausage? Yeah. Can you eat $50 worth of sausages? I reckon my family could. Yeah. It depends. I like the shavapi. What? I do like, I like a small mm. sausage as well, what, Candace. You're absolutely like? right. Frankfurt or something. Yeah, a little cocktail sausage. Sort of, yeah. Sort of like a, a is it great? I don't want to get the answer. Yeah. No, wrong. I think it might be Croatian. Croatian, yes. That's probably right. Yeah. We anyway, don't. they've got plenty of them. We don't the meat have man them at our place in New Zealand. <laughs> uh, so $50 to spend there. Up for grabs right now. One triple three five three is the number. Let's do this. 
Podcast. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Deadset Legends Sports Update. Got some scores for us, Candice? Yeah, well, the Storm, they were too good for the Roosters last night, beating them 18-13, to 13, but it was close, wasn't it? It was. It would appear that the Roosters can only score 13 points in a finals. It seems so, but uh, they were not the same side that we saw last week, the Storm. No. no they were just, their, their defensive effort early was different. Yeah, the Storm will now take on the Panthers next week. But in the other NRL game, the Warriors are at home to the Knights at 4 o'clock this afternoon. You guys don't like the Wars. You guys are off the Wars. I'm not happy with that. It's not that I don't like them. I reckon that just Newcastle is just building and building. Pong is not 100%. Well, yeah, but he's... Have you spoken to him? He doesn't seem 100%. <laughs> he doesn't seem it, does he? Yes, doctor. Um, I've, gone, I've got to go for the Knights because I've been saying that the, war, that the, um, the Warriors are all about Sean Johnson. Now, he's clearly injured. He's coming back for this match, but is he 100%? Probably not. Can he control the, 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 the whole match the way he does if he's not 100%? That's why I've got to say, no, I've got to go with the I heard the Gordy Knights. say, though, that Sean Johnson is, is that well-equipped at his position. He could play in a dinner suit. You know what I mean? Really? Well, you, you remember how um, Cooper Cronk did in that grand final for the Roosters? Yeah. yeah. Just guiding him around the park. Okay. That's all the worries. I, I like the Newcastle last week as well, though. Like, Gagai, I thought, played out of his skin yes. last week. And also Gamble, I think he did a good job. So, mm. look, I Defensively, think... Defensively, he was very good. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think that they, they can do it. Um, what did you make... Sorry, we haven't even mentioned the Jack White and Gear. The, the, the chomp, biting, chompity chomp chomp. Well, yeah. you know what? I saw him with his with the the, the arm of uh, the Gamble's arm in his mouth, yeah. and I thought, yeah, but maybe Gamble put it there. You know, you, you shouldn't have your arm wrapped around there. No, you shouldn't have your arm there. It was over his mouth, and you know, I don't know. It, he might have just you know chomped down just just to, just because he could. But. I think three weeks is probably fair. We saw in the NRLW uh, earlier this year that Broncos winger Ashley War- uh, Werner she got su- sent off and mm. suspended for two weeks. two weeks. So Jack didn't even get sent off. But Gamble didn't even turn up to the the judiciary. No. She didn't want to go on with it in the end. That's the it? thing. It's you know? like, well, should he be suspended at all if he doesn't want to carry it on at the no, judiciary? Look, the whole thing. Everyone criticised the ref, you know, for not sending him off. That should have been a send off. You're out there in the middle. You know it's going to affect the game. Someone's alleged a biting. It looks like yeah, but a biting. You can't go around biting people. Yeah, but the other, that is per, true. the other bloke said he had his hand over my mouth. He had his hand, <laughs> your arm over my mouth. If, what if are you I do? beat you, leave it, to the, leave it to the judiciary. If I beat you here right now, you'd be pissed off. <laughs> you wouldn't be happy. Um, no, I probably have you bashed later. <laughs> that. What's happening in the World Cup, Candice? Uh, the World Cup, well, the Wallabies, they won their first game. Um, against last, Georgia. Yeah, against Georgia. They did really well. But they play. They take on Fiji, which will be a, a stronger opponent uh, mo- early Monday morning. Mm. Um, and then in some cricket news, well. It's not a gimme, by the way, that match. No. Against Fiji. Uh s- Australia lost to South Africa Again. last night. Yeah, South Africa won by 164 runs. So there is another game tomorrow afternoon. Um, I've got to ask. The Wanderers, yep. How'd he go? David only got 12 last night, but there is a big concern. Travis Head um, sustained an injury. Now, he's now fractured uh. his hand. It looks like he's going to be out of the World Cup. Oh, no. Ouch. Uh, yeah, so they're mm. looking, they will now have to look for a replacement. Can I, can I just add something? It didn't happen last night, but it happened during the week. This is notable. Uh, yeah, we, we've got a uh, one-day series between England and New Zealand going on in the third match. England def- scored 368 off the 50 overs and won by 181 runs, but 187 of those runs that England scored 
Ben Stokes. Huge. Oh, Unbelievable. Yeah. Then who cares what Ben Stokes is Mate, doing? He's oh, unreal. No, he's just a superstar. He's he is admit. a superstar. But can you imagine that team without him in it? Ugh. It is it was a phenomenal hit. Oh, he's he, It's just Basball you know. again. There you go. <laughs> Rusty's motorsport update. For Bendix, Bendix Breaks. Put your foot down with confidence. That's right. You can catch the uh, Rusty's Garage podcast on the listener app. Please make him welcome. Greg Rust, or as I like to call him, Senior Oxido. Uh, yes, that's right. That is Spanish for Mr. <laughs> oh Rust. Oh. Anything you've got to explain is not that good. <laughs> there was a lot of silence, and then I was like, like I've just spoken another language. If you'd have said El Rustico, I might have even... No, yeah. we're going with Senior Oxido. <laughs> good morning to you, sir. I love it. I love it. Good morning, all. How are we? Very Thanks, good. Rusty. I'm about to change slightly uh, the first question I was going to ask you. No, I could. Go uh, for it. I was going to ask you, you know, you've, you've done some special editions of the podcast with Oscar Piastri and Liam Lawson, who's subbing for Dan Ricardo, and, and I was going to go down the same, you know, what's Dan up to thing, but... What I really want to know is, A, what's Dan up to? And B, who in the pit lane are not friends? Ooh. <laughs> um, well, Dan is one of the most liked blokes in the pit lane. So even though he's not racing this weekend, even though he's only helping um, the, the team out, Alpha Tauri out in, a, in an engineering capacity, the, the response to his return from fans has been huge. He's trying not to really do any media, but he's only just going to focus on, on helping the team. Um, it, often within teams, it gets quite tense because uh, okay, who? The, 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 the well, because Name the very names. first person you've got to beat. <laughs> nah, the, you, <laughs> the first person you've off, the first person you've often got to beat is your teammate. So that's often where the tension first mm. okay. uh, arrives. Well, just give us so. a, manuf- a manufacturer who why may. Do you, why may, do you? Why do you? Interest so? me. Interest me. A manufacturer who may have this sort of issue brewing. What, what do you mean in, ter- in terms of um, a constructor? Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's lots of, of examples of. I mean, I mean, Toto Wolf and Christian Horner haven't had a great run at times. Two team bosses. I mean, it, 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 there's there's always when you play high stakes sport, Richard, you know that this stuff happens. Yeah, of course it does. He's needling today. I am I'm, I'm, senior I'm, Oxido. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. senior Oxido to name names, but he's not doing it. All right, Rusty. Big news: Shane Van Gisberg is confirmed. He's off to NASCAR next year. Now, by the looks of the schedule, he is going to be very busy. He really is, and the the um, interest in him was wider, Candice, than just the team that he raced for and won for in Chicago. So he's ultimately ended up putting pen to paper with them. He's going to race in all three tiers. So they have a, the very top tier, what they call NASCAR Cup, um, Xfinity, and then the Truck Series as well. So it's going to be year, a year of learning for him. It'll be a huge program. And there were um, some say there was interest from um, Toyota teams and even Ford teams, but he's, he's ended up sticking with the Trackhouse squad. He's had a great run, um, run with them, and I think it'll be a, you know, it'll be a period of kind of reinvention for him. He's really looking forward to it. Hey, speaking of supercars, Rusty Sandown Five Hundred. That's this weekend, um, and there's the final pieces of the puzzle in terms of driver moves. They're falling into place as well. Yeah, they are. So uh, Nick Perkat, who uh, was alongside. Chas Mostert at the Walkinshaw team. Um, he's actually been able to find a seat, and we weren't sure that he was going to do that. So he's going to race with a, a Gold Coast-based team, Matt Stone Racing. Mm. And his seat at Walkinshaw, Andretti, has been taken by a, a young Kiwi, as we mentioned on the show, 
a few weeks ago, who they've kind of catapulted into the, the main game. He's made a, a meteoric rise to get into that seat. So Sandown 500 on it this weekend. At the same time, Singapore Grand Prix on. Red Bull are a little bit on the back foot. They've had a few issues with their car, and the Ferraris look fast. So maybe someone might break the, the kind of Red Bull stranglehold on the, on the Formula One side of things this year because it's only Max and his teammate, Sergio Perez, that have won races so far this year. You're there, aren't you? Your track side, Singapore Grand Prix? I am. I oh, am. I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's an amazing event, this, when the whole place is, is lit up as it was last night for the first sessions of practice and so on. It looks just incredible. One of the cleanest places I've ever been, Singapore. Oh, it's Wonderful. great. I love it. Little India, little venture down there. Great. Sentosa yeah. Island. Oh, which floor do you like best? The, Never mind. The Marina Bay Richard, Sands. Behave, Richard. <laughs> oh, my God. I know what he's talking about, too. Uh, it's all thanks to Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence, not um, Richard's statements, this segment. Uh, good on you. Uh, Senior Oxido, we will catch you, <laughs> See you next week. Love it, team. See you. See Goodbye. You. Bye. So ends another fine show. It was fine. Until now. <laughs> It was fine. I like that that use of the word fine. It was a fi- like a, a fi- like a fine wine. Don't get much better than a fine wine. So you thought it got better as the show went on? I'd say if you were buying us from a bar, we'd be on the middle shelf. Really? Yeah, not not top. Definitely no. not top. But not like just a, about to bring it down to under the counter. This is <laughs> yeah, this is no because some of the good stuff is under the counter. This is in plain sight. <laughs> this is in plain this is, sight. This is the old bowl of peanuts on the bar top. Oh, yeah. do they, I don't think they do that anymore. No, they can't. This is oh. a should that bourbon be that colour? <laughs> uh, of course, we reference this. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about Richard's list of grievances. You know how many things do my head in? Like lots. <laughs> yeah, everything. Uh, everything does yeah. my head in. This one is another one. Okay. How many times am I going to have to put up with the post office, who are not the only perpetrators of this, sending me an email or a text message asking me to rate their performance? Oh, oh how did we go? Mm. You know? I'll tell you what you did. You delivered my parcel to the post office that was supposed to come to my door. Are so you, you still did banging you on sti- about this? you did the bare minimum for which I paid and you want me to go, "Oh, you did really well." No, you did your job. Mm. You just did the bare minimum of what in fact, not even not even the bare job. minimum of what is expected yeah. and you want me to rate you. So yeah. let me guess, you rate them really low. I don't bother. I'm not well, going this to is spend the problem. They don't know. one minute of my time rating something that there is an expectation that they will deliver because they're charging for the service. They're not the only ones who do it. But I'll tell you what, it, this is my theory. You know where it comes from? The everybody gets a ribbon generation. Mm. Oh, we've got to be patted on the back just for turning up. Validate me. Validate me for just doing my job. Yeah. I've just had I'll a... say, I, I once wrote to the post office and then rang them about my postie who went above and beyond. Above I remember, and beyond. I remember, remember him, yes. He's a, he was champion. Right? He deserves an accolade. The rest, nothing. Now, would you like us to review your performance today? No, and I won't be sending you a text to ask do you, know you for what it you either. Should do. It's for the best. You should make up a fake email, and so that all that crap can be sent to the fake email, and you never have to see it. That's actually a really good idea. We'll catch you next week's Dead Set Legends. That.